everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Daddy Daughter Dishes. I am your host, Kira, and with me, I have my lovely co-host. BJ the Daddy. He is the daddy. I am the daughter. This is Daddy Daughter Dishes, episode 29. I could have swore last episode was episode 29, and I was so excited to say episode 30 but it's not <laughs> episode 30 so i'm 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 so far removed from everything that i i don't even i don't lost track of what episode we on <laughs> this this west texas heat and uh sun is is baking me so i i'm, I'm just here I, I don't know where we at but you say it's 29 i do believe it is 29 <laughs> 29 and, and you know i feel kind of bad because you know, we was in a groove, and then I had left Evansville and came out here to Texas and just kind of got out of sorts with recording and everything. But, man, logistically, it's been it's been a nightmare. Uh, well, not really a nightmare. It's just been challenging. Let's call it challenging. Um, trying to work. Sometimes, like, when we were staying in San Angelo, our commute got to be two hours one way. So we was leaving... <laughs> six o'clock in the morning working all day wasn't getting back to like eight almost nine o'clock at night so then you gotta eat and shower and all that stuff it just got pretty hectic but i'm glad we found a found a little slither of time <laughs> where we opening. can make something happen for our loyal listeners Yes, yes. They probably like, come on, y'all. Y'all go, what, what's going on? We didn't get our fix last week. But yeah, like you said, it's really hard. Like, life be lifing, as I like to say. Because um, even like when you could record, I'm like, oh, I'm busy. Or, oh, I'm not feeling good. Or, oh, I'm so tired. Mm-hmm. And I never want to come on here and give y'all 80% of myself. I want to give y'all 100%. So. Right. We ain't giving y'all less than 100 as far as energy goes. So exactly. if we ain't feeling it, we ain't putting it out there. So exactly. hopefully that's appreciated. Exactly. So y'all what's been going on with quality. you since the last time? Ooh. What's been going on with you since the last time we recorded? Um, last time we recorded, I think that it was still summer temperatures. And now it has officially turned into fall over here. In good old North Carolina, um, officially rocking long sleeves, jackets, cardigans, all that fun stuff. Hoodie um, weather. Hoodie weather, indeed. Um, very tempted to just wear sweatpants to work, but that would be frowned upon, so I don't. Um, <laughs> but yeah, me and Siege, we, we, so we, skipped, we skipped episode last week, and we didn't get to record because the day we were going to record was our anniversary, What's our wedding anniversary. anniversary. Yeah, oh, had a whole anniversary since the last time we talked. Yeah, record. man, I mean, we talked since then. A whole yeah. two, what, two year two anniversary, two year wedding That's anniversary. Crazy. We've been together for eight years. And that don't even sound two. right. We've been together for eight years. Y'all was like high school sweethearts, though. Yeah, that was that's that's always a fun story to tell. I'm always like, you want the short version or the long one? Everyone's like the long I one. Never, I'll never forget when Siege called and asked permission to show up 
Was it? It wasn't for your graduation. It was something before that, wasn't it? Nah, that was graduation. It was graduate. Yeah, it was graduation. Mm-hmm. Man, remember I picked him up at the airport and we went to Chick Fil A at the mall and hung out for a little bit. <laughs> and he went to the barber shop with me. Yeah, we had a good old time. Yeah, yes, y'all did. Y'all, yep. And he think you y'all went to the park to feed ducks, <laughs> and he was like. <laughs> Your dad always go to the park and feed ducks. I was like, no, he's showing out because he went chill. <laughs> I wanted to get get to know him a little better. That's well, what that was about. Yeah, y'all had plenty of time because y'all were like time. we say we we always say I say no receipts, they no refund policy. We locked in. You know, I mean, <laughs> it's like a gang. Dang. It's only two ways you can get. <laughs> I'm gonna have to jump you out. Either fight fight your way out or die. (laughs) Hey, you better put up your dudes. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Uh, no. So we went to uh, where did we go? We went J. Alex J. Alexander's, I think it's called for dinner, um, for our anniversary, and it was uh, it was really nice. They had like they had a seated like booths. But it was like one person, like it wasn't big booths. It was like intimate booths. Like every, it was, it was a neat, everybody had like their own little, it was cool. I don't really know how to explain it, but like felt like we were like in our own space, even though we weren't like there could, there were people beside us and we couldn't really even tell that they were beside us. Like that's how they had it. It was, it was cool. I mean, the perfect. The perfect word for that is it was an intimate setting. It was an intimate setting, and the food was delicious. We had some, you know, you know, I I should not say this, but I <laughs> I should say it. Don't say it anyways. I'm a slut it's too late for some now. You Spanish artichoke dip. You wait a hold up, hold. Wait a minute. Spinach artichoke dip. Yes. I love me some good spinach artichoke dip. Gen Z will know what I'm talking about. I'm not saying I'm an actual son, but I'm saying, like, you know, you can my heart is to my belly. Okay. You know, you could say, hey, Siege could be like, hey, I got this. And I'd be like, but the spinach artichoke dip was bomb. It had something in it that I wish I would have remembered. But it was something that wasn't like a typical ingredient that I'm aware of. I can't remember what, but it was so good. Like, mm, me and Siege, yes. Then I had a good old steak. It was a, it was a good time. And I feel like That's I'm missing good. something. We we just no, we went to dinner. That was that was about it. You know, we don't really. Do nothing too crazy unless we going out of town or something. Um, oh, I got Siege. I, coolest gift ever. I, you got to crown me gift queen, right? Because I got this man some belts. And these belts don't have any um, holes in them. They're, they they are clamp. They just clamp. 
and like it's like a pulley system or whatever but the belt the buckles mm -hmm. are interchangeable so i got him i think six belt or no three three or i think i got him three three um straps and then three buckles like a gold gun metal and a black Mm -hmm. It looked so good, and he was so excited, and I was like, yeah, that was a good, that was a good gift. I was watching him open it, like, yeah, go ahead, open well, it. And it's just, it's up. just really cool how it worked. There you go. He, he looked real appreciative. I was like, now that's a good gift. I ain't just saying it because I gave it to him. Yeah, y'all. It's mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> no, because I look, I sent it to everybody. I was like, oh my god, Keith, thanks for sending this. This is gonna be a great gift for so and so. I said, yeah, and then that being the best part, I ain't got to buy him no more belts. And then if he want a new belt, he could just order a new strap and a new belt. Like, he can mm. make his own. So uh, that's a good investment gotcha. in the long term. Um, that's cool. Uh, yeah, so we did that for our anniversary. Um, work. Uh, work. Work has been cool. I celebrated two years at work. Two years? Um, yeah. So I have a wedding anniversary and then I have a job anniversary right after because I started work right after we got back from my honeymoon. Um, right. And so celebrated that, had like a little crisis in my head about that. Um, still fighting really? for that. Really? What? What kind of, what you mean? You care to elaborate about that? Sure. in your head about work. Talk to me yes. about it. Let's talk about it. So I, I we, Missed last week, but I would have recapped last week. I went to a UX conference um, in Raleigh. And so mm -hmm. I got to hear like a lot of people talk about being UX professionals and like how they work day to day in their jobs and like what it means to be a UX manager, what it means to be like a UX designer. And I just felt very like my company doesn't do this. Like we don't have a high mature design a ux design strategy <clears throat> and like that's ultimately like what i really want to do and so i was like okay how much am i gonna have to push to grow our ux maturity at the company or is it going to get to a point where i've done all i can do and i need to you know jump ship because there's like a Catch 22, where like the job I'm doing right now is awesome, but the job that I'm doing is not the job that I want to do next. So it's like, if I don't do anything growth wise, I'm putting myself in a not so good position because I'm not growing. Like my next role, I would need to be looking for like, mm. oh, senior graphic designer. And that's not what I want. That's like what I do now. And so it's like, Gotcha. I I want to stick with the I I mean I, I like like my job a lot um and I like the opportunities that I get but I feel I don't know if it's like the pace that our company runs at but it's like the processes that is involved in UX we don't really take the time to actually like work on and so that's like I'm like ah uh, do I put my growth on the back burner not back burner but you know kind of pump the brakes a little and try and just build because I, I mean have you seen the price of eggs like i for one scared to jump yeah. uh <laughs> living is freaking Shit expensive is not cheap. it's not cheap it's at not all inexpensive 
It's not a bargain. And it's a lot of it is low quality. Like you just spending a lot of money and you getting products some basically trash. Mm-hmm. Some bullshiggity. Like I feel that. So as far as the um is there I'm gonna ask you, and I'm sure you have, knowing, you know, who you are as my daughter, is there <laughs> have you explored how you could maybe help the UX um like arena, grow so at speak, my company. Grow at your company. Have you explored that? Is yeah, that in a way. So it's like I'm I'm kind of like playing that that corporate game right now because like when I talk when I asked my manager for uh you know help me think about getting a promotion, um, you know she was like you know the work you do right now is yeah like the work of a UX designer but it's like the way our org is structured we don't get UX like our global team has UX designers but we don't mm. have UX designers and so. Mm. We're about to merge regions, which I feel like is going to put us on the same level as our global team, which I'm hoping results in us getting UX designers and UX researchers and writers. But that's like a way that's like, you know, maybe a year or two out. And it's You're like still putting yourself on the back burner, so to speak. Yeah. So for so for right now, I've kind of just said that I'm like making my job, my case study and so just working, kind of making people do UX processes without realizing that they're doing it. So like this one campaign I'm working on, I asked like the some of the um, project managers to like bring me the data so I could look over the data. And I was like asking them to test some of my concepts. And I was like slowly but surely like making sure that everything is, you know, documented and that I'm taking everything through the process. So I guess the real struggle is like I want the title to match what I'm doing. And but at the same time, like I don't care about titles, but I know that my next move needs to be this gonna need to be based off of the the moves I make now. So I'm like ah. and then I'm still I'm still young too, so like I'm trying not to try and rush myself. Cause like, of course I want to be like, you know, I feel like I should be a senior designer and I feel like I should be senior, blah, right. blah, blah. But in reality, like I know that I am still needing to learn. And so I just want to be in the position cause I don't want to, this is what I don't want to do. I don't want to go to my manager, be like, yo, we need UX designers. And she's like, cool. You know, you, you are UX designer now. I'm paying you as UX designer, go do UX designer things. I would not know what the hell I'm doing. I wouldn't know where to start. So, like, I don't want to, you know, I ain't trying to, like, make, take something and take ownership, full ownership of it. But, like, I want to have more of that you UX see the, mindset. You want to you see the, you want to, if you're going to continue to work at this organization, you want to be able to look out there and say, that's what I want to do. And take mm -hmm. the space between there and where you are now to learn mm -hmm. as much as you can. So when you get to that point, you can just basically flow right into it and you don't have much of a learning curve. Exactly. And, but, and then I I'm guess. starting to kind of tap in as I'm like reflecting on my two years and I'm talking to the people I work with, I'm starting to think that I might be a good manager. And so that's also a battle that I'm fighting 
because everyone's like, you're a great people person. Like, we love working with you. And I'm like, yeah, but I want, I don't want to sit you, in meetings all day. Why is that a fight? Because I don't want to sit in meetings all day. That's the one thing about you don't like the, you don't You don't like to delegate. I, I could delegate. I could. I, I've actually gotten really good at delegating um, at my okay. at, at work. I will say, because um, because okay. mm-hmm. deadlines are real, and not meeting those deadlines makes me feel super shitty. So I know how to delegate when I need to, but I don't like I don't like politics, and I don't like I don't like work that's not really work. So I don't want to sit in a meeting to talk about I shit that we work. should just be doing and not why is mm-hmm. this could have been an email. I don't like that. And I won't, I mean, I'll participate, but you, I'm going to be like, this could be an email, you know, for future reference, you know, let's wrap this up in email before we schedule a 30 minute meeting. I could have got a whole bunch of shit done. Um, <laughs> and to like, I'm not kissing ass and I'm not saying that. People who are in that position now do, but but there are a lot of people in those positions that do more kissing ass than working. <laughs> that do more kissing ass than working, and I'm not one of them yes. people. And so I I I feel like I thrive best in a work environment where I come in, my head is down. I have a I have stuff I need to do, people I need to talk to, things to get done, and I could just go like. My work day is so peaceful if I don't have to talk to nobody. I love going to the work. I got these big old, where the, I ain't got them. Big old, look like these, big old headphones. I walk into work, music loud, bumping, they can hear it. And they know not to really, I got on my thing, do not disturb from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Don't talk to me because I got shit to do. So <laughs> everybody I think just be you giggling would- and shit. I'm like, y'all. Y'all better look busy. Have you seen layoffs? Y'all better look like y'all doing something now. Come on now. I feel like you would be a great manager for the you, the the team that you're managing, like the the people that are working with you. Mm-hmm. I think the the issues will come with those who you have to answer to because yeah. those are the people who there's a lot of fat that can be trimmed in a lot of organizations when you get to certain management levels. And Mm -hmm. then you got, like you say, the politics, you got, you still got the good old boy system. You still got nepotism going on in a lot of places. You're still a black woman. Now you got, you got some organizations just going to put you in a spot because you're a minority and a black Mm -hmm. woman. And they say, they see a BET commercial talking about black girl managers. Say, hey, and they get the great idea. Hey, we need one of those in our, in our organization. Mm-hmm. And, they don't have and then the people, the people that you managing mess around and talk about you aggressive or something. And then that's a whole new yeah. battle. Cause now, oh, that's what we do it. Okay. But yeah, so it's, it's a struggle. And I think I, so, and this is another thing, like I really care. I really respect my manager for like her outlook on our department because I would be willing to stick with the company because I think the way we're about to start working, like I think if I did manage people, I would be managing contractors. So like I wouldn't mm-hmm. necessarily, like I would still be an individual contributor, which I love doing now because I don't manage anybody, but I would still have a little bit of getting that management experience, quote unquote, without having to deal with like, like contract, you know how contractor and employee relationships kind of differ. Like the dynamics oh, yeah. a little different. Um, but like I manage them now and like, I mean, 
I I get what I need to give it to them and I ask them for stuff and I say, can you add this, you know, and let me know if you need questions. Normally they ain't got no Do questions. Do your damn job. As a contractor okay. like you there, you don't need you there to manage. For a reason. You shouldn't have to manage. Do You're this. You're a contractor for a reason. Like, <laughs> Do this. You're coming to me for work. Exactly. So I'm, I'm just kind of dealing with that. And then um, just I just want to make sure my next move is my best move. I don't want to put myself in a box, which I don't think I will. And I don't even think my manager would let me for real. But, you know, just got to be cautious because it's my it's my future. Ultimately, you know, I don't I don't think that you're going to have an issue, you know, navigating your path in the future. Um you you may hit well, a quote unquote stumbling block, but if you do, that's just gonna be part of your growth journey. Like you're not you may get in think that you wanna go one way and you get there and you figure out you might wake up one day and say, you know what, I thought this shit was for me. This this ain't really for me. But you're mm-hmm. gonna have certain experiences and lessons learned from from that that you will be able to take and transfer over to whatever other avenue that you decide to go in. So that's the beauty about somebody of your caliber, your mindset is that you're not a closed minded individual and you Mm -hmm. always leave space for growth, no matter what it is. You just have to get to a point where if you don't already realize that, hell, what I feel like might be my best move may not be my best move. And if mm-hmm. and if it does happen that way and you have to take a step back before you take five step, steps forward, you have to make sure that you're strong enough mentally that you don't get down on yourself for those two steps back. And yeah. I know you being my daughter, <laughs> I know how I am. That's going to be just challenging part because that, you know what this tough. makes a great trans okay put a pin in it because i need to bear back to talk about work for two seconds because i gotta let you know okay let's so go. We'll and that's gonna pin. lead to my next point which then i'm gonna take the pin out and we can dive into that so and, and then i can ask you how your weeks have been um but so one of my big projects i'm working on now I'm I was tapped to lead design for our Happy New Year campaign, right? So being tapped meant like I'm working alongside our global creative team <laughs> to get these assets done and work on some stuff. And so global is like they cool, but like they global and there's a certain je ne sais quoi about them that when you hear global had something to say you roll your eyes, right? And so they tap me. They right. How much better are they really at their job than me? Okay, because I think that looks better there. Um, but they tap me to help because they are backed up, and me, you know, I one of my main missions has been to break them and to bridge the gap between our department and theirs because we came after them. So I think they feel, you know, they ain't worth it, you know. They ain't worked as hard as us or whatever, but we have. Um, so one of my biggest goals has been to bridge that gap. So they tapped me. My manager was like, "You wanna? Do you wanna take it on?" And I was like, "Yeah, you can." She gave. She said thirty hours. Uh, she's thirty hours. Uh, is what I could give to the project. <sighs> so 
this girl, I ain't going to talk about her bad. But I would just say that there was a certain tone that I detected when we were communicating that felt very passive aggressive, nice, nasty. I must tell you this condescending mm. thing, but I'm going to put a smiley face after it. Uh, so you can't say I was being mm. mean, but you know I was being mean because you could feel it. So right. I felt myself get very, I had, I had very reactive reaction, which I didn't do anything. You know, I was cool because I always say face. I keep face. I was communicated properly with her. But on the back end, I'm texting oh, no, everybody, man, talking sweet. about this bitch got me fucked up. Like she, she don't give a fuck. She talking to. <laughs> I'm sitting, I'm sitting, y'all. I ain't gonna tell y'all who this is, but am I wrong? Like I'm just like I'm trying to set up the scenario. Everybody's like, no, nah, you're right, you're right, blah blah blah. And so even though I'm getting this validation, I still feel like my reaction to this is way too extreme right now. Like she. All she was was be nice, nasty. Like, she ain't call you out your name or nothing. Like, you should not be feeling it strongly. So, there it this goes two points. So, there's a book that I'm reading now called Thanks for the Feedback. And it's about how to receive feedback in a healthy way um, and not take it as an attack <laughs> and not take it and run mm-hmm. with it as something else, you know? But also... That's tough. I, okay. That's so also there is, so you know, I've, I have an ADHD diagnosis and one of the more specific parts of it is a thing called RSD, which is rejection sensitivity dys, dysphor, dysphoria, something at the end. But it's basically like that pain that you get when you feel like you could mm-hmm. be getting rejected and seeing it have a name to it and seeing what that meant and i was reading and i was on this community board reading people and i was like oh my god i feel so seen and then i was just wondering do you experience because okay because i know you know people be like it's from your childhood your upbringing and i see where it could possibly come from but i'm wondering do you have do you experience that one or do you ever like I guess noticed that in me as a kid, like kind of put myself in situations to not even get the opportunity to be rejected or criticized. Like I, you know, I ain't gonna show you this because you gonna say you don't like it. Like I, ain't, I don't want you to say it, so I ain't gonna show it to you. You know, or you know, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna bring this up because I don't want you to think that I don't want you get mad at me because you upset me. Like I'm gonna hang my head and just kind of chill. I don't, I can't readily recall anything that make me think of you in that way growing up. Cause mm-hmm. me and your mother, we just made it a point to just do what we could to support you mm-hmm. in, in every way possible. Let you know that, you know, I mean, we put it in you that Southern Illinois is not and it's not not a knock against Southern Illinois. It's just this is it's it's home, but you don't have to stay here. Like go out, experience life, experience different places. Um, so we didn't we didn't create an atmosphere for that. And I don't I don't remember it remembering you being like that. Not see, not where and I, I don't, see. 
in my up for like in my up which in my upbringing i don't really recall you know too many specific details but it's like i don't remember it until like i got to like junior high high school and then there was mm-hmm. like a there was a feeling of like not this so now i can finally put it into words now that i understand what that is so it was like not me i didn't want everybody to like me i just didn't want every anybody to be upset with me like i didn't want anybody to have any reason to have conflict with me so like avoiding situations or um mm-hmm. any sort of criticism that's not even like so at work for example if i get feedback on a design i'm like well just fuck me huh like why you know i take that real personal and i feel that like in my gut like it makes me sick to like anxiety attack panic i need to go to the bathroom i need to do breathing exercises and it's like i don't know where this came from but it's nice to have a um term and to read and hear other people's experiences be like oh my god so i'm not crazy i mean of course it lets you you know that you're not (laughs) alone and know you're not crazy i don't give a damn if you have a clinical diagnosis or whatever i embrace my i embrace my loopiness um i blame the food though but i can so i don't i can't say that i remember anything like that from you but in the way that you describe those things i can see where you probably picked it up you know from. you probably picked that up from from me and your mother i can definitely <laughs> probably come up with some examples mm-hmm. one real good example of you know of basically avoiding conflict because you don't want nobody to be mad at you and you don't mm-hmm. so you ain't gonna talk about it so I, mm-hmm. yeah i could see where you you probably did get picked that up from from your parents that's crazy how that doesn't, how you can really like pick that up, not even, because in the book, Thanks for the Feedback, they're talking about like, in, you know, re- fixing how you receive feedback isn't really for you, but it's for your kids because they're seeing how you react when you come home from work and you're talking about, let me tell you what this bitch did to me. And, you know, they're seeing yeah. how you react when they, you know, so they're un- they're saying, oh, so that's how, you know, that's how I should react in a situation like that. But, then, you know, you're not teaching them to do it, but they just picking it up and then it just comes to surface well, freaking 12 years later. And you're like, what? Where did this come from? That's You got to think about it, though. That's where that part of when you hear that that phrase actions speak louder than words like you can you can come home preaching this and preaching that i mean it happened with us like what you saw overrode what we was teaching you what we was mm-hmm. verbally trying to teach you like we made a conscious effort to try to raise you not to be like us growing up like go out there and and take life by the horns and and just experience everything. Don't worry about what's going on here. We got your back. Whatever you want to do, go do it. Because neither one of us really had that on a b- good big level growing mm-hmm. up as kids. Because, you know, your mom, bless her heart, she wasn't able to really do anything mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I was able to do more things, but I ain't have a lot of guidance. Mm-hmm. Like it was just you want is that if that's what you want to do, go do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How? I mean, I need 
What's the first step? How do I get there? I don't know. Go if that's what you want to do, go do it. All right, man. Like I, okay. I look back on some of the stuff, and it's like, goddamn, man. If somebody would just push me a little harder, mm-hmm. me and you probably wouldn't be doing this podcast so far away from each other. Like I might be retired professional athlete or something. Who knows? Y'all stop. But you be you, your uncle Shay Shay. We um, uh, we purposely, me and your mother made a conscious effort to purposely um raise you to where you didn't have no limits don't limit yourself you can do mm-hmm. anything as long as you're willing to work for it and know that ain't nobody gonna give you shit if you want it go get it and we got your back and yeah and that's what we tried our best to do and because we didn't get it mm-hmm. and you know but say that to say this even though we was telling you that you were seeing something different. Like when I was coming home off the road, excuse me, or coming home from BDR or when I started this apprenticeship, mm-hmm. you know, you was watching everything because your children are sponges. They going to watch you and they're going to pick up on things that you do, your behaviors, your actions, all that stuff. And that's, what's going to affect them more. So than your words, yeah. I feel like. Absolutely. Yeah. So you have to take it a step further. And that's one of the things that that's got me a little nervous about my Mariana is because it's, you know, she's seeing so much in the last couple of years. God knows how that's going to affect her in the future. And, you know, I've been lots of, of therapy talking. We've been talking quite a bit and, and hopefully keep her on track because I, I I I feel the same way about her as I do about you. I tell Mari all the time and I've said it on this podcast before, you know, you got the potential to be a kingpin you want to be in life. Anything. It's just a matter of are you gonna try to finesse your way to getting what you want out of life or are you gonna mm-hmm. put your nose to the grind and, and work your ass off. Please to foot but she's gonna work her ass off. We'll I feel see, like though. she is I think she might take too. might take a little push. Yeah, yeah. We gonna take a push. I think we, it's just one day. I think she gonna wake up, and I think it's gonna click. I think it might. Mari might be one of them people when she go to a, her first job, and she get her first check, <sighs> and and know that there's some. She money, worked for it. More money to be made. If she willing to work for it, I think she might be one of those people that just she might be money driven. That first check, hopefully that don't lead her to doing other crazy. Put no guidance out there to steer her in the right money direction, and not the one that we could Google her and see. Anyways, uh, but yeah. So, (laughs) what? How was your? How have you been since the last time we spoke? Man, so as you everybody know, I've been out here in Texas. I had we were in a town called San Angelo, Texas, the last two episodes we recorded there. I'm now in Midland, Texas. Uh we had like I say, our commute was got up to be two hours one way. 
lived no in bueno. San Angelo, so we, and then our, we kept, our job kept moving west as we were working. We were progressing, catching up to the other group, and it got to be two hours, and uh, they made a decision to move us to Midland, Texas, which now our commute is only about an hour, so that's been a whole lot better. I was way less tired, <clears throat> got a little more energy, can come home, get a shower, and get a bite to eat, and out here in Texas, even though we're still on Central Time, <clears throat> the sun still be up. So it's been a lot mm-hmm. better. Um, I had, like, when I first got out here, them first couple weeks, and I noticed it looking at myself in, like, one of those two episodes that we recorded when I was in San Angelo, my, I was off. My spirit was off. My energy was off. Everything about me was off. Was tired. And uh, I was tired. Man. And I was, I was doing a little... Um, I was I was playing some stuff in my head more so than I should have at that time and just going through some personal stuff. Um, I was toying with the idea of taking a job. I got hired for a job, which I kind of touched on on a couple episodes, <clears throat> and they wanted me to start in early October. And I I didn't want to start until after the first of the year. So they gave me an extension to like. Halloween, but that wasn't still wasn't good enough for me. So I just made a decision to tell them to reject the job. But I told them about what I wanted to do as far as the commitment to the company that I'm working with now, that they had two jobs coming up, one in Texas, one in California. I wanted mm-hmm. to complete those jobs before I made a move to come and work with them. I told them about that in my interview. And the hiring coordinator, he was, he made like he was real appreciative of me uh, being up front in the beginning. And he told me out it. He said, just keep in contact with me after the first of the year when we hire, do another round of hiring. That if you're still interested, we'll bring you back in for interview. We'll do the same thing and bring you on. So mm-hmm. we'll see how that goes. Um, but I had a lot of stuff going on. Uh, I had to do some journaling and kind of, you know how you have a lot of stuff in your head. We talked about this before in previous episodes. Mm -hmm. You got stuff going on in your head and you keep replaying it and, and going over and over and over. And you just pretty much going in a circle. That'd be a good time to start writing some stuff down just to free up space in your head. So I did a couple nights just writing some stuff in my journal and that was very therapeutic. I also had a, I had a real good talk, me and hair and makeup, shout out to Tiny B. We had a real good talk and the support that I'm getting from her was very, very helpful as well. Uh, Like I said, I've been talking to Mari, me and Mari been talking more. That's been helpful because I'm, I said it before on one of the last episodes, like I am, I'm getting older and I'm missing I'm missing my people like more than I normally would when I go out and work like this. Like, and I miss my people since I'm saying something about my people today is October 12th. Um, today was is Rodney's sister is Beck's birthday. It was, it was also Rodney and Beck's mom's birthday. And you know, this is their first birthday without their mom. So, I woke up this morning with those two on my mind and sent them a message. 
and sending my thoughts and prayers with them because I, you know, we know how tough it can be not having that rock of the family. And I'm sure a lot of our, all a lot of our listeners know how tough it is not to have your mom around, especially that first birthday after she's gone. Like that's tough, man. You 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 replaying so many memories, and hopefully, hopefully they had a lot of memories that's putting smiles on their faces. Because you know, if you have lost your mom, anybody out there, you know, hopefully you got some good memories. Most of us have a lot of good memories that we can reflect on and put smiles on our faces, even in those times of sorrow. But other than that, I just been working. Like we've been pushing man 11, 12 hour days. Like last week we worked seven days. We worked seven days. Like I not this past Sunday, but the Sunday before that, that Monday, I've been at work every day up until today. Like I won't get a day off till this Sunday coming up. And uh, though it makes for a nice paycheck. It is very tiring working seven hours, seven days a week, 11, 12 hours a day out here. You in got the, you got the raccoon eyes? Am, am, am I seeing that? Do you have the raccoon eyes? I, I, I think you might see it on, on one eye a little bit. Are you wearing sunscreen? I do try to put my sunscreen on. I'm gonna. Need I'm not you wearing it right now. But when no, I'm not right now. Work. When you out, I'm gonna need you to try real hard to be wearing your sunscreen. You need your SPF. But it's so. Here's what you don't understand. Don't you? You get out there and hear an excuse. Texas, out here in this West Texas wilderness, where the wind is blowing, ain't no water. There's no moisture on the ground. I ain't seen no water nowhere. It's dusty as hell. So you go putting shit on your face, on your skin, whatever blow up, it's going to be stuck to your face. So. Well, you need to get the one that's like the lotion that you can put on in the morning, let it marinate, let it soak in because your skin, black people, misconception, y'all skin, it do burn. Okay. So if y'all Look. don't want skin issues in the future you got to take care of your skin now you can find you some find you some facial lotion that's got the spf in it you just need to protect it i'm not arguing i understand i do i you sound just like hair and makeup she said same thing same speech sound like y'all might be telling you same same thing i do my best but but some mornings when we get out the truck and it's time to go to work, the last thing on man's mind is damn sunscreen. Because you think about, you got to boom up. We've been working these damn poles. Look, these poles got darn poles. So we got we got these cranes called E-160s. E-160s. You know what 160 mean? Degrees? No. 160 mean 160 feet. Like feet. that truck could take you up damn! 160 feet so yeah damn right that's tall <laughs> so we've we've had two poles on this job where the 160 that that truck could get you ain't enough so it's got an extension on the side of the boom mud crane and it's about 
another 25 feet. So you swing it out, you attach it to the tip. So you got the 160 plus another 25 feet. And this extension is stable? Absolutely. It's stable. Oh, okay. It's scary okay. and creepy as hell. Now, I ain't going to sit here and act like it ain't because when you sting out, you working a 175-foot pole and you get to the top of that son of a gun and the wind blowing. Yeah, and, you can feel that a lot up there. Hey, you, I, you get I, dizzy? No, because nah, I don't look down. <laughs> I mean, but you know, like, air, like, you know, is the air pressure... You know, like when you go like no. so you climb a mountain, it'd be a little, ooh, little dizzy. I mean, it. It's you know what? I'm gonna have to take you up out there. No, I'm gonna have to get you no. around. No, you're not. <laughs> Why not? You're not gonna have to do nothing. I will take your word. <laughs> it's a that is your career. It's, it's a it's a different feeling. Yeah, no. And then cause... sometimes. <laughs> No, we've had not. the truck get up there, and then it don't want to act right, and then yes, yeah, no. you try to you try to boom down, and you try to feather it, and then it just all it just take off, and you just oh no, <laughs> no, see, y'all, I would have, but see, uh -uh. there'd be vomit all in the bucket. These, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you how how different. <laughs> How different we are. Like Jamel, bless his heart, he been the man been in the in the military. He been to Iraq. He been to Afghanistan. There ain't a whole lot the out that shakes him. That ain't a whole lot that shakes him. I ain't been nowhere. I ain't done shit but play <laughs> basketball. He been in Southern Illinois. <laughs> I been yeah. I ain't done shit. So it's a little different for me. So I got it. It took some. It took some time for me to get acclimated because I mean I hadn't I hadn't worked the structure a hundred and seventy five foot tall structure in this in the whole time I've been doing line work like oh, wow. we're working a three forty five line I've worked them back home but hell they build on eight structures which to the average person listen to this podcast y'all don't know what the hell I'm talking about but I'm just saying I mean we build I, eight I try to comprehend trucks and. It's just been a little bit different out here. It's been cool. It's been interesting. I've learned a lot. I've seen a lot. There's some helicopter work going on. They got some spacer buggy work going on. There's all kind of shit going on out here in West Texas. Oof. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's been interesting. But that's all. Other than that, um, I've just been out here a little bit over a month now. And next week, Good Lord willing, and the creeks don't rise. I'll be leaving Texas, coming home for about two weeks for a little break, uh, uh, and then headed out to California for about two months and get some work in out there. Oh, I might have to come see you. Yeah, come on out. I'm going to be I, out in the Cali Desert. We're going to be planning our trip. Y'all, we taking a trip. Fun. we taking a trip. It's yeah, Mari's birthday. Woo! I got fun stuff planned. Right. Real quick, you was talking about um, you talking about the journey. You said you had like you you know you was going through your stuff. You had the journal and get your thoughts out. Have you heard of shadow work? Uh, describe it because what I'm thinking about it may not be the same. It's like journaling to understand the parts of you 
that you're not familiar with and that no one else is familiar with either, like your secret part of you. So it's like journaling to bring out. So like questions, because I, I tried it. It's like um, peeling. It's peeling back the It's peeling and it's, it's dragging you by your you're edges peeling. and pulling you down the hallway and making you face yourself in the mirror because I opened the book and the first thing it said was something like, um, why do I, why do I search for the victim role in some situations or something? And I was like, the way it read, I was like, this is when I was figured like trying to figure out why I had such an extreme reaction. And I read that around the same time and I just closed it. And I said, I'm going to come back to that because I don't need that in my life right now because how dare you drag me but it 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 helps identify a lot of those like it makes you face those initial those first in those first um feelings that you get about certain situations so like you know you have what you immediately think and then you have like what your brain says okay let's regulate this so you know you don't hurt nobody when you say what you're thinking it basically gets you out your emotions yeah, so and it helps get yourself calms you down to where you can face it head on and not and exactly. face it rationally and not face it face it with all your emotions built up because exactly that was something that me and Mari was Mari had called me the other day and me and her was talking she was she was struggling with something and and I I had uh, put it on her head I said I said something that I have learned to do uh, recently is you know, ask yourself, what role did you play in a situation? Like if somebody's making you feel like some type of way, you have to stop yourself, you know, run through your little, your few emotions that you might be feeling at the time. But it, once you get past that, you got to stop yourself and you have to ask yourself. It's a self-check. You got to ask yourself, what what role did I play or what actions did I fucking do you know, to make that person react to me that now has me feeling some type of way about the way they react towards me. Yeah, that's and that's I feel like that's major. I feel like people in general, if we could if people could start doing that, that would be like a huge step in making What you want people place. to be self aware? You're asking way too much. Yeah. <laughs> it's so healthy though. It, you know, well, it's doing so it. healthy and it's, it's something not, not to toot my own horn, right? But I like to think, <laughs> beep, beep. I like to think, I like to think that I can be, I won't say that I um, am always, but I like to think that I can be a rationally thinking person when it comes to how I react to things, how I communicate about things, especially lately. Like, see, he gave me like props the other day. He was like, he asked me something and I like told him what, and he was like, look at you, that's growth. I was like, yup, yup, cause I, I could have went off, right? But I didn't, I was chill, right? Hey. And so like, it, be, I feel like, you unlock like a new level when you're able to I think every time. See, when you can even see you can feel it playing out and it's like a it's almost like an inside joke with yourself too because you're like oh shit like nobody else really 
can feel what I'm feeling right now. They don't understand what just happened, but I just checked myself. Like I checked myself. I composed myself. Like there was something, it was a similar situation with the work thing. Um, And of course I brought it to Siege's attention earlier on. And so he had seen it develop and he had, you know, I mean, he was on my side, of course. He saw that the other girl was in the wrong. But at the same time, I was like, you know, maybe, you know, I am also an artist. I'm sensitive about my work. You know, I'm working with her on her work. So maybe she is, she don't, she, you know, it's her baby. She want me to take care. Like, I put myself in her shoes and doing Mm -hmm. that. Even if she was trying to be passive, this is the thing. Even if she was trying to be passive aggressive, you can't be passive aggressive to me because I don't let you. Like, I'm nice when I talk. So you can be as mean as you want to be. But I'm going to have a nice reply. It's going to be pleasant. Like, there's no reason you should be. And it's not me trying to get you to like me. It's just, I'm not going to let you. That's you ain't going to sit here and try and sun me. Exactly. Right. So, I, all you know, I had kept having those replies to that girl. And eventually, like, I mean, I eventually got her to say she loved one of my designs the other day. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> my manager saw it, too. She was like, that's a win. I was like, yeah. Hey. We, we winning, we I, I, winning, we up. I've, al- <laughs> I've always, I've always heard you catch more flies with honey than you do with shit. So. Okay, and okay, sometimes I can be a piece of shit, but uh, that was that's when I wanna be. Voluntary, yeah, I'm voluntary. Yeah, that's so you you talked about siege noticing. Um, some growth on your behalf like it's also very helpful and healthy when you have somebody uh partner uh counterpart who notices those type of thing who also encourages you like the, the it's back and forth it ain't mm-hmm. just one way like that's something that me and hair makeup we make a conscious effort to work on with each other like and it'd be so nice to have those conversations. Like it goes back to conversation we had before. Like on the surface, you'd feel like it's going to be a difficult conversation, but once you get past that, and you just it's like into, <sighs> it's like a it's like so much weight get lifted <laughs> off your shoulders. And then even the part that um, that has been amazing for me with her is like even maybe the next day or two later she'll even do some more self-reflection for herself and she'll mm-hmm. come back and she'll give me something that just lifts me up and encourages me even more. Mm-hmm. And it's, man, it's just, and I try to do the same thing with her and it's just been, it's been pretty damn cool as far as uh, that aspect and dealing with her. So yeah, it's, there's it's, a, it's nice, man. You know. There's a certain level of being like, Oh wow. So this is what, that healthy communication is like not even saying mm. that like anything you did before that was like super unhealthy or super toxic, but it's like you just reach a whole new level of enlightenment where you're like, it's, wow. It's, so it's this is what level. it's like to have a constructive conversation where we are both coming to the table with the same understanding because it, I mean, I even noticed in the way that, I respond to what CJ has to say when I share my work stories, you know, cause he always is, you know, wanting to play devil's advocate. And sometimes 
that will piss me off even more. But lately, (laughs) lately, I'm like, I I know that. Okay. You, she can't hear you defending her. Okay. You want to play devil's advocate. You supposed to be my devil's advocate. But no. (laughs) So he, he does that. And I mean, when he does it, sometimes I'll be like, I didn't need to hear that. But I'll say that internally. I'll let that sit for a second. And then I'll be like, you know what? Maybe you're right. Maybe she was. But in case she wasn't, here's how I still feel. But if she was, I'm going to let her slide. You know, I'm going to just chalk it up. It's it's a new day. I don't care that much. I come here to do my job and go home and that's it. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 I'm like, I communicate like this now. And it's. Being in my workplace, like a lot of people are acknowledging me for how I collaborate and how I connect. And I'm like, okay, did I, am I like, am I really like that with how I communicate? Or is everybody else just not good at communicating? Because <laughs> can't like, worry about people, else. You can't. But people was like, I appreciate how you put together an agenda for the meeting. Someone was like, I really appreciate you sending a recap. I'm like. Y'all don't and, get and these. You never know. You never know. It'd be the slightest. What you feel like is something that's not really major to you. It's just not negotiable. But it, but it makes a huge impact. It has a huge impact on somebody else who's not, not been accustomed to receiving something like that. Like mm-hmm. sometimes, like you, I know you say you meetings don't. You if it, if the meeting ain't about nothing, you you feel like it shouldn't be had. It could be sent the email, but there are some people who thrive on coming together with other people, bouncing ideas, and then they take that information, whatever information they get, and they able to go back and 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 get some work done. Yeah. Some people get off on that. They that's something that pushes the one. them. It, it yeah, helps them move. Bounce some ideas and then loop me in after. I don't need a meeting so we can meet about what we should do. I don't need to meet about. about um, I don't need to meet about what I'm finna do after the meeting. I could just do what I was gonna do after the meeting and not have a meeting, and I could just do it, and then we could just save ourselves some time. But yeah, that's 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 that that good old growth. That's a. I guess that's that's what twenty five is. I guess I'm like I, it's just oh, cool yeah. or whatever. I guess I'm doing this adult thing, kind of cool. Um, I, it may not have anything to do with twenty five because there's some plus twenty fives that ain't got a, a clue yet about that kind of thing. So that is true. That is true. Consider yourself blessed. <laughs> I am pulling up our. We had some correspondence um <laughs> as a correspondence from um let's see okay yeah uncle john here okay so he so first of all we got replies from kim while he was talking about rabbits in texas and kim okay. says rabbits are the <laughs> rabbits are the devil <laughs> And if you know, I was gonna say, and if you know, daddy, it's little people. 
Never this bitch. Okay. But if you know Kim Jones, you know she is not a fan. She is very afraid. So when she said rabbits are the devil, I had a very good laugh, uh, laughing at that one. And then we have Uncle John who says what it do fam and triple d listeners so he is now talking to you all as well he's yeah, he's talking to us. the listeners this, as well he's talking to everybody okay. he is our third co-host okay i'm so <laughs> glad that you all have been blessed with this podcast y'all have touched quite a few people around the world the topics are always on fire and just so life touching i was pondering what would the world be like if we had this back in the 20s up to now I guarantee the world would have been a different place. Keep doing what y'all do because I definitely look forward to it. Deuces. Dear John out. Mic drop. <laughs> Shout out to Dear John. Out, I, um. I missed, I missed, um, he commented that I think last, like last week and I didn't get to, you know, share it. So I was like excited to share that mm-hmm. today. Um, but do you have any final, I, I want if y'all are still listening, I need y'all to go review our podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And I need y'all to go tell a friend to review and then tell their friend to tell a friend to tell another friend to review mm-hmm. the podcast and review it for yeah. five stars. If you're going to do because anything less than five, don't leave the review. I mean, you can still leave we're, it. We're getting ready to ramp up. We're getting ready to ramp up pushing our, our podcast out there to you guys. So if you got a friend and everybody got a friend tell you them about the friend in me. Go leave a review. You got a friend stars. in me. Sing it. Sing it. You got <laughs> Where my lighter at? Uh, Look. They don't do lighters. Hold on. They don't do lighters you no more. You got a friend in me. What they... What they do at the concert? They put their flashes on it. Look, I got my lighter. <laughs> you got a friend in me. <laughs> oh, okay. Turn off. All right, cool. And then I have a... You got any, any final words to say to the audience before I read? A user-submitted joke. Um, No, I... I'm, I again, appreciate everybody who listens, who tunes in, who watches... Uh, like we said just a minute ago, if you got a friend, a husband, a wife, a friend of a friend, tell them about the podcast. Go leave us a review, five stars on Apple Podcasts. Give us a thumbs up on YouTube, all that good stuff, because we are going to higher places in the next year. So we Period. want y'all to come with us. Tag along. Period. To the moon. <laughs> what, daddy? Say it again. What you say? What you say? Yes, you did. You said period. What I say? You said period. Per. Per. Okay. I don't even know why that's so funny. You crazy? Because you saying per. You know, I could say something about that word. I could say something about that word, but I'm not. Now I'll save that for another episode. You Pretty. sound like you was finna get to preaching. I was, man. It's just I will we'll have to put it a pin in it for episode thirty. Y'all gotta tune in for that one. But in the meantime, okay, that's right. Do you know what I have? For, this, this is a user submitted. I think Candace submitted this. 
if I'm wrong, Candace, I'm okay. sorry, but I'm pretty sure Candace sent me this because it was a while ago. And I remember being like, you yeah. You're talking about KK from Florida? Mm-hmm. Candace KK from Florida? Our KK. All right. The cigar KK. <clears throat> yeah. What do you call the sexuality where you're attracted to men and women, but neither are attracted to you? <laughs> this is this is from Felicia, I think. By the way, I think I said the wrong person. <laughs> Either Still Felicia or Candace. What do you call the sexuality of an individual who is attracted to men and women, but neither men and women are attracted to that individual? Mm-hmm. I sound like you call it lonely. <laughs> I don't know. What do you call by yourself. <laughs> By yourself. You know what? I'm not even. You had the synonym. You needed the thesaurus. We'll That's see y'all next terrible. time. <laughs> That's terrible. Y'all be good. If you can't be good, be good at it. <laughs> By yourself. That's terrible.